night. But we'll be back with Arthur next week. Stay tuned for casual sex. <laughs>
listening to X-Ray <laughs> FM at KXRY Portland and KQAC HD3 Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM. Streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. Welcome to Casual Sex. I'm Carrie Cohen. And I'm Leslie Harper. Sex is an essential and enlightening part of our lives. The goal of our show is to explore ideas, the ways we limit ourselves, and the ways in which we can expand our understandings of sex, love, and relationships. You can join our discussion tonight by texting us at 971-220-5979, or you can call us at 503-233-9729. So you may or may not remember our episode from uh, September 14th, which everyone should know is the day before my birthday. <laughs> uh, most which, importantly. Most importantly, which was called Just Sex, in which we talked about, about that, uh, dirty, nasty, sexy sex. And last time we talked about sex, we had uh, the delightful and insightful Elle Stanger on, who is a sex worker and a dancer and a writer and an activist. And that was really fun. Um, and, but back then, Leslie wasn't with us. Mm-mm. And um, so now you are. Mm-hmm. And so we thought it would be it would be a good idea to go back to uh, sexy sex. Well, especially because last week someone was like, oh, blended family or two How weeks boring. ago. Blended families. Sexy. How sexy. Blah. Yeah. So, you know, and then I was like, hey, guess what? Let's just talk about sex. Yeah. Let's just talk about sex. Yeah. Isn't that a song? It is, Baby. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about you, you and me. OK. Mm-hmm. Um, People love it when I sing. Yeah. No, of course they do. Well, they don't know. They haven't. They don't know. They haven't been to karaoke. No, I mean other people do, not the people listening right now. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure. Lots of people who aren't listening right now love it when I sing. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's probably true. You mean like 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 when a tree falls in the woods kind of thing? I think it's really weird that you said that's probably true. (laughs) I think you should just back me up at all costs every (laughs) single time I talk. (laughs) Is that how a relationship goes? (laughs) <laughs> well, we're on the air. <laughs> um, all right. Anyway, we're talking about sex. We're talking about sex. Uh, uh, all kinds of sex. Oral, anal, vaginal, fingered, dildo, penis, vibrator, you know, vagina. Pocket. A-M-L-S-B-T. Yeah. What's that? It's, it's well. What'd you say? I'm just saying, like, lots of letters. Cause <laughs> <laughs> oh, instead of P and V? No, I'm just like any oh, any a- of the letters. Oral. My point is, since we have to just use letters, That's basically, true. it's I'm creating mass chaos of letters <laughs> to let you know anything goes. Yes, but we That's might have right. to use code words. That's right. Yeah. Are you gonna give the shout out to Alejandro? Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. So, um, <laughs> so we, you know, one of our ongoing problems uh, is that on our our Facebook page is called casual sex and as a result we get a lot of really annoying men who come on there to the messenger who are just looking for casual sex and our argument incidentally is um, that we expect people to have um, basic critical thinking skills and just the skills of reading like eyes maybe just just eyeballs you don't even have to have critical thinking skills to be able to read beyond the words casual sex before you get your you know boiling on yeah like that maybe you can then look right below that where it says like radio podcast radio show podcast or whatever and in someone actually wrote at one point to say like well if you call yourselves you call your show casual sex you should expect which is essentially like saying if you wear that tube top yeah exactly right right we had a problem with that yeah so um, yeah, so uh, so Al- so we got a we got a, a message this last week from Alejandro, 
um, who was trying to solicit us, uh, solicit us, solicit us, us <laughs> for it's sex, a tongue twister. Uh, for sex on Facebook. And, um, and uh, we respect that he was honest about what he was looking for because he said he was trying to contact local cougars for casual sex. So it's not what we do. <laughs> Go but, Cougs. But way to, way to put it out there, Alejandro. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just want to say we wish you the best of luck on your journey to casual sex with, with cougars. Go Cougs. Um, so, uh, and then um, also we had on Facebook this past week, we asked listeners to give their best sex advice in three words or less. And so um, I'm going to tell you what they said, but I'm going to also say you should text us uh, with three words or less for your best sex advice yes. at 971-220-5979. So here's what other people said. Take your time. Uh, brush your teeth. That was good. <laughs> uh, consent is necessary. Mm-hmm. Please her first. Make her first. There were a number of those. Yeah. Use lube. <laughs> Do not fart. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, well, it's so funny because a friend of mine uh, sent me a text uh, last this past week who said that she said I have, I have a few things to, to talk about, and then one of them, one of them, they were like all serious things, and then one of them was like, I farted on my husband's face last night. <laughs> um, so <laughs> don't you? And she's like, don't laugh. Yeah, well, I was like, I was, and I said, I said, wait, wait, do you mean do you mean during during cunnilingus? And she said, yes. Yeah. And, I, and I said, and he said, mm. she said that he said that. He didn't hear it, and mm. I said, "But I said, I but said that's he fine." Eat it? No, I said, "But that's <laughs> ew." Well, I'm sorry, that, but that's fine. I said that's fine, but I totally understand that you had to say something because what if you didn't? And meanwhile, you knew he knew if he heard it, and he knew that she she knew that over time it would have become like yeah, a big elephant and build in their and relationship, build. and yeah. it would have been like a huge like secret. At and least problems it was with her husband to, now, to and not with like a divorce. client. Do yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like as an escort? Yeah. yeah. Because that's happened. Well, whatever they're paying, but it's worse if it's like a new relationship. Oh, she said her husband though. Her husband. No, but I just mean like like as a like with with if you're with a client. Yeah. You mean with like an like as an escort? Yeah, I do. I mean, I said at least it was your husband and not a client. Right, right. That's why I I wasn't putting into the equation like new. No, I know. No, I know. But now I am. I'm saying. I'm saying like with a new relationship. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like in a new relationship. When you're not ready. You know what you say at that point. You know what you just say. This is what you say when that happens. You go, oh, the mystery is over. (laughs) Just like that. Or you say like from The Simpsons. Now I must find a new fortress of solitude. (laughs) (laughs) Or something like that, and then it's. Or you can just say. Or you can just say. All right, so basically, we're, we're probably not going to see each other again. Well, the one time that's that I, th- I, I'm only saying that because that's what I did the first time I. You said I must find it. The first time you I said I the mystery is over. In front of a boyfriend when I was in my yeah. 20s, I was in the bathroom and it was really like reverberated through the apartment. <laughs> and then I went, no, actually, this is what I said. I went, oh, there goes the mystery. <laughs> and it was good. And if he wouldn't have laughed and gotten it, then it would have been over. But he did laugh. Yeah, of course he did. That's yeah. I mean that's hilarious. And you know whatever people people fart. Right. Um. Anyway. Uh, oh no hospital trips. Right. No hospital trips. Let's get kinky. Break your chains. I like that one. Safety first always. So so again, this is uh, best sex advice in three words or less. I'm gonna give my best sex advice, but like it's gonna be more than more words than that because I um get to do that. Okay. What's yours? This is partly my show. Okay. Check your vagina and buns for, for toilet paper. Because that's my. We all know. Have I? To, I'm sure I've to have to tell this no, story. No, you don't have before. to tell the story. Okay. I didn't bring it up so you okay. would tell the story. Okay. I'm just saying, 
check your vagina and anal area for residual toilet paper. It's not a, it's actually really good advice. And you know what? Part of that is if you're in your own home, there is toilet paper. This is why you buy the more expensive toilet paper Mm -hmm. because the cheaper toilet paper falls apart. It's magnetic. So it sticks together. It falls apart and it'll fall apart all over your vagina and, Mm -hmm. and anus. Yeah, that's some that's true. You have to <laughs> spend more money on the good toilet paper. <laughs> It'll fall apart all over your vagina and anus <laughs> every time, every time. Words of wisdom, people. Yeah. Um, so send us your best sex advice in three words or less. You can text us at nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. So we're talking about sexy sex tonight. Just sex. Um, and uh, so let's so um, there's just so many fun things to talk about about sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, one of the things, you know, one of the things you're dealing with here with us is that we are, we are very experienced. We're in our forties, man. We are like, uh, we have had so much sex mm-hmm. and we've, uh, seen it change over time in our own lives. Um, we have, uh, I have, you know, clients as a therapist around, uh, you know, who, where we we're dealing with sex issues and talking to them about sex. So there's so much to talk about. Um, so let's, uh, let's, I mean, let's start with that. What, let's talk about how sex has changed for us over the years. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, yeah. Go well, ahead. I mean, if I, if, if I go way back, mm. actually, I don't even, I don't think it's changed that much. I think sex for me hasn't changed the way that I, um, allow myself to experience it mm-hmm. or the way that I have alleviated shame around it has changed. Yes. That's hugely different. Right. I mean, in terms of like what I, enjoy or like what works for me and all of that that's (laughs) frankly always been the same Mm -hmm. for the most part with some added flourishes here and there but um i would say that like in my 20s i always had even as an atheist so i didn't have like this sort of religious god-fearing you know shame Mm -hmm. um which a lot of people do actually um especially from formative years, but like, I didn't have that. I had more of a like, am I being true to myself? Am I really messed up? Kind of shame. Yeah. That am makes I, sense. Because, and again, I think we've talked about this on the show before, but I had like a lot of like really important people in my life, like feminists and um, queer women that I spent a lot of time with basically saying, you know, I don't think it's very healthy to engage in. Oh. Um, the kind of sex that you do, which is, right. you know, a lot of sort of r- dominance and like submission. BDSM and, stuff, and, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I think it's a function of abuse and trauma. And as uh, people who have listened to the show know that I now believe that where, however I got here, here I am. And so mm-hmm. I need to honor mm-hmm. um, what works for me, what's good for me. Mm-hmm. So that's the change for me, is that the, the experience, the, what I enjoy and what really works for me tends to be the same. Although now I guess it's also opened up a bit because I can also enjoy other things, which I never could before. Yeah. Because I, I'm, I'm comfortable more now with vulnerability, which I never was before. Yes. I think that's so a huge part of That's of, a huge difference, too. growth. Because I can have, like, you know, I hate this word, but tender, like, mm. sex. Ugh, I hate the word tender. It's like my, ew. <laughs> God, you just tried to murder me with your words. I know. I, I, I'm still really... I only like I only like when when people say make love. Um, Ew! If <laughs> I only like it if it's a, that's actually something between us, and make making love can actually mean things that don't look tender. 
because it's still it's 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 oh I see what you, you mean can still yes. call it making love even though I just you want know, the term for any reason I'm at all bent over and on all fours and right 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 with a sheet over your head or something yeah. I don't I have no oh, like it's <laughs> weird you knew that I I I don't even know how I knew that t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> um I don't <laughs> lipstick I don't <laughs> anywho um I'm not really saying that I I think I hate I don't know why I hate it I've always hated it. Like when I was a kid, someone said the word lover. Oh, I hate me. I hate that word. And too. I was like, ew. Remember when Tina Fey was like, the word lover should only be used between meat and pizza. Or no, meat. <laughs> meat and cheese. Like meat, meat lovers. Meat lovers cheese. pizza. <laughs> should only be used between the words meat and pizza. <laughs> yeah. We have a couple uh, texts answering our, our text challenge of sending us uh, sex advice in three words. Here they are. One is use your fingers. Yes. I like it. Mm-hmm. The other one is ask and listen. Oh, I like that one a lot. I do too. Although I have something to say about asking questions during sex, which I'm not a fond of, fond of. And we we have we have talked about this before. Where I think I'm different than, I think I'm different. I don't. Wait, did someone say my mic is being weird? Is that weird? Can is you it? hear that? Do I sound normal? You sound normal. <laughs> it sounds uh, staticky in my headphones, but all right. Anyway. Um. So. Uh, yeah, I don't like to be uh, I don't like to be asked questions during sex because I don't uh, because even if I, they're just about the sex. Yeah, I don't want to be I don't want to be asked questions. I just want to be told. <laughs> As if they wouldn't be about the sex. Of course. Did you do the laundry? <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring the cat in? What do you think about the new Coldplay album? <laughs> Can you believe that Trump? <laughs> I tell you what, this world's a mess. Yeah, so you don't want to be asked questions about what you're actually doing. Yeah, because uh, when I'm asked questions, then I'm like, oh god, I have to come up with an answer, and I'm I'm actually just wanting to just be in my body. I don't mind. Mm. I don't mind talking. Okay, Cleopatra. <laughs> I don't mind talking. I I just don't. I don't want to have to like come up with answers. Right. And I also don't like. Do you like that or something like that? Because then oh. I'm like, I'm like, oh, leave me alone. Who cares if I like it? Like, just do it. You know. Well, what I, mean? I don't. I, I don't mind. Do you like that if it's followed by? Do you like this? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, something of theirs. Yeah, or something that they're doing that like where, where it's super dirty when they say it. Oh yeah, exactly. And then it's like yeah, and then like you know what I mean. Yes. But if it's like if they really if if it's a rhetorical question, I guess is what I mean. Rhetorical questions are different. Yeah. They do not require answers. That's why they're. So you don't want someone questions. to make you work. Yeah, I don't want anyone to make, it, make me work beyond with you your know, brain. With my brain. When you're working with like your body and your mm-hmm. your pheromones, or not mm-hmm. pheromones, your uh, hormones and your like. Yeah, like the answering question Vagina. part of my brain is very different from the part of my brain that would dirty talk. You know right. what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's something to look at, actually. You think so? Maybe you should be able to connect those two things. I mean, not should be able to, but mm. maybe that would actually be awesome for you if you could connect those two things because then you could have like, this is what I like about questions is I appreciate p- marrying or like, or like pulling together the super sexual part of me that's so raw and nasty mm-hmm. and the intellectual part of myself. I enjoy putting those together sometimes, mm. which requires um, discussion. Ah, during sex. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not about, you know, like the, the state of affairs in China, but like <laughs> about what's actually happening in the in the bed right now. Mm. I kind of like that. And I yeah. think that like, I mean, I'm not saying that you have to like that. I mean, you know, I'm not saying maybe you should do this. I'm just saying maybe you should, maybe you could consider trying that and seeing if it might deepen your experience. Hmm. Okay. Or maybe it just sucks for you and you'll never like it. Yeah, that's possible. Of course it is because you know yourself really well. So 
It's not like uh, I'm your therapist, so back off, lady. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, we so we need to we need to take a quick break, and I want to remind everybody so to fast. send us their best sex advice in three words. You can text it at nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine, and we'll be back with more sexy sex on casual sex after the break. You and me and dine me when I was your girl. Promised if I'd be your wife, you'd show me the world. But all I've seen of this old world is a bed and a doctor bill. I'm tearing down your brooder house, cause now I've got the pill. Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cardinal Club, a neighborhood bar and kitchen serving seasonal food and drink from 5 p.m. to midnight Monday through Thursday and 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Located between Burnside and Cooch on Northeast 28th, Cardinal Club plays vinyl when they're not streaming X-Ray FM. More information available at cardinalclubportland.com. Casual sex, and tonight we're talking about sex. We're talking about uh, sexy sex. Oh, uh, <laughs> we just got a text, or even unsexy sex is fine. Yeah, well, not all sex is sexy, mm-hmm. unfortunately. No. Um, we just got another text, so we're asking people to send us uh, their sex advice in three words, and it says, "Don't play Enya." Oh, good lord! <laughs> one awful. of my favorite one of my favorite jokes of yours is yeah. um, is that sometime with like a brand new partner. You would want to bring them home like, hey, like being all like sultry and seductive. And then like you're like, hold on, let me just put on some music. And then you put on the theme from the Benny Hill (laughs) show. (laughs) (laughs) And then pat them on the bald head like Benny Hill. Yeah, that is one of my things. But I I also think it's it's really interesting that this person said this because um, I had a friend at one point who had her first sex with someone that she was doing a play with Mm. and they put on the movie Willow. Oh God! Um, and they were watching Willow, and then yeah, <laughs> and then and also not only were they watching Willow, but he lived in like a tent in the living room of someone else's <laughs> house, so they were in like a tent that was set up, in the, which reminded me of that movie Four Keeps with Molly Ringwald, but that's a whole different. <laughs> so they were in like a tent, and um, he put on Willow, and then he didn't turn it off while oh, they were no. having sex, and then um, she was like, "Well, that was weird," but obviously we were just watching it. He just left it on or whatever, but like it's this weird kind of like fantasy, you know fairy tale movie or whatever yeah and so then a couple weeks later she came home and had sex with him again and he was like oh hold on a second (laughs) and put willow on again (laughs) 
And she was like, oh, no. People are so odd and funny. (laughs) That's the same person who went home with, like, her banker. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. Yeah. This guy who was like her teller at her bank. Yeah. And um, he was going to, let's take a quick shower and then we're going to go out to dinner. And so she goes up to his apartment and she's like, you know, or young and she's probably not thinking clearly as most of us would not go up mm. to the apartment if mm. a virtual stranger, but whatever she did. And, you know, no judgment. But she was like reading through magazines or whatever. And he came out in a towel and he put his arm like and was clearly flexing his muscle up against the wall. And he goes, do you believe in consensual sex? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, um, as opposed to rape? <laughs> and he goes, ew, no, what? No. <laughs> and she goes, what are you saying? And he goes, casual, casual. Oh. And she goes, okay, that's different than consensual. <laughs> Freudian slip, perhaps? I better get out of here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, the uh, So oh, first, before we uh, move into talking about casual sex, actually. Um, I just want to remind everybody that uh, you are invited to send us your best sex advice in three words. Or anything else you want to send us. Plus, yeah, plus you could text anything, actually. Questions, related to, concerns, yes. comments, yeah. witticisms. Yes, but if it helps you to have something to text, your best sex advice in three words, uh, the text line is 971-220-5979. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about casual sex and talking about um, like stuff like that, like voicing boundaries, because because that's the thing is when you're when you first meet somebody, um, and you are uh, and you go home home with them th- for the first time, and you know things are different now. This is some of actually how sex has changed for me over time is that yeah, you never answered that question. Oh, I never I keep looking true. away from my mic. That's true. You I didn't, didn't answer that. I didn't question. answer that question. So I guess, okay, I'll go back to that. And, but one of the things I was going to say is that, is that, you know, when we were growing up, there was no Tinder or, right. you know, people didn't go. I mean, the whole idea of going on dates was something that didn't happen. That right. was like something that we laughed about that people did in the past. Yeah. I mean, I tried it a couple of times with people in high school who were like super old fashioned. Mm, that's and what it was. It was, really it was old fashioned. Yeah. yeah. And so we didn't go. On, you didn't go on dates. What you did is you went to a bar, you went to a party and you met eyes. And then later you went home and had sex. And that was like your first. It's like you went back to somebody's house and you had and you had sex. And then you then you like wondered the next day it what was if you know if anything mm-hmm. would come of it right and um so that uh that's like my main experience am I, and you're like fingers crossed am i am i gonna be like the town slut or in love because <laughs> basically it can go either way yeah. when you're a woman right um yeah so i um so that was so anyway so it's it's certainly changed that way um mm-hmm. but but then in terms of the the actual sex act for I just it's gotten like a high, like so much better I think mm-hmm. it's just so because I'm just so much more comfortable with myself and so much more uh, confident mm-hmm. which is you know it's kind of a cliche women in their 40s no. get really confident uh, well, with themselves I mean, sexually for a reason it's yeah cliche for a reason because it's true we come into ourselves more yeah. <laughs> so to speak <laughs> that's what she said yeah um, but <laughs> um, but yeah I just know more about what I want I'm more I'm 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 not concerned and also you about don't people suffer judging me. Fools the way that you used to. Yeah, mostly I don't. Right? Mostly. I uh Well, well I mean you do suffer some fools. I, do I suffer zero fools by the way. That's by. true. Leslie zero fools. I suffer zero fools. none of y'all fools. That's true about you. Mm-mm. That's true. You're better at that than me. I um uh but I certainly feel 
like I don't I, I don't feel worried about people judging me anymore in right. bed. Like I'm not I feel pretty confident. I feel like like, yeah, you're psyched right now. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting with all this. That's pretty much how I feel. And and then also <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't really feel that way. I I mean I kind of feel that way, but I, I you know I, Anyway, so before it even happens, you're like, anyway, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Now, let's get down to brass tags. Yeah. Exactly. Here's how this is going to go. Uh, no, I just I just feel um, confident and and uh, and free and 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 into it. And I that's all one needs really to have good sex. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's that's probably the biggest way it's changed. Good. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, it's great. It's a great now. I like it. I want to hear how other people's sex has changed has changed over time that's yeah. that's good yeah we'd love to hear from you about how you feel like sex has changed for you over time i think um, it's really good to be to, to have like hope around how we grow yeah because first of all not to get all cerebral in our sexy sex conversation mm-hmm. but first of all i want to say that like i've noticed that people feel some really great freedom around understanding that the brain develops and grows with certain um, well, with things that we do as we mm-hmm. get older, you know, and the more that our brain develops and grows in the ways that we like dismantle or change our neural pathways, the more comfortable we are in our skins. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some great relief in understanding that it's not just a power of will mm-hmm. or deciding to make a change, that there's some neuroscience that goes into that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I love to hear from people as they get older and as they, you know, slough off some of the things that don't work for them like how things change because I think it's really I think it creates hope for people who haven't gotten there yet yeah that's good I like it yeah so uh text us text us with um anything related to that at 971-220-5979 or you know just how what you feel like you've you've uh sort of gotten uh good at like emotionally and psychologically sex wise you know and what you what you maybe still need help with and our call line by the way if you're brave is 503-233-9729 and she says if you're brave but really you don't even have to be that brave because frankly we're the nicest people we are we're very nice i want to talk about um how do you tell someone they're doing it wrong Oh Which yeah. Is something that During someone, sex. someone wrote in about that. Like, mm-hmm. how do you tell someone they're doing it wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, you just say, "Here's here's what here's, here's what works what I, for me. Here's what what works. Here's and what I want." And you don't put it off. This is the most important. No, don't put it off. This is the most important advice that I personally have mm. around that is don't wait. Like the more you put it off, it's like when you forget someone's name. Yes. And then after a year, you're like, I can't ask now. Yeah. The same thing. If you're having sex with someone and if you immediately say, you know what actually works better for me is this, that is so acceptable. Mm -hmm. And if someone has a problem with that, they are way too insecure. And like, you Mm -hmm. might need to like reconsider. Cause Mm -hmm. I mean, if someone can't understand that, like, you know, you have your own sort of makeup and that there are things that work for you that, that might not work for someone else or something that person did with someone else worked really well, but it doesn't work for you. If they don't get that, then I'm sorry, it might not be the right fit because it works better for both of you to say it right away. 
Yes. You know, like, nope, that's like, that's too direct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that pressure is too direct. Yes. That doesn't work for me. It's pretty much the most uh, common <laughs> correction we women have to make, right. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not right exactly on. <laughs> exactly. More to the side. <laughs> So a flatter, flatter right, tongue. Right, right. <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not like such a stabby. Point. Not stabby. <laughs> um, anyway, so let that be a little bit of advice. But it's really important to say it right away. Yeah. Because you're developing a, a sexual relationship and a sexual dynamic. Yes. You know, and that's how you tell them. You How you tell them is you honestly, you have transparency around it and you tell them right away. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, we, uh, have some, we have a call and mm-hmm. we're going to talk a bunch more about sexy sex. And don't forget to text us at 971-220-5979 about sex. Yeah, about sex. About sex. <laughs> All right. We'll be Support for X-Ray FM comes from Taboo Video. With the latest adult video releases, toys, lingerie, and more in an inviting atmosphere, Taboo has been a source for adult entertainment to the Pacific Northwest for over 25 years. More information at taboovideo.com or at their locations in Portland and Vancouver. We're back with casual sex. And she doesn't like a nasty food. No, no. And uh, we've got a caller, so let's let's send her through. Hi. Hi. My hi. My name's Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. How's it going? Good. Nice to meet you. What's going on? Well, I found it intriguing because we're talking about how sex has evolved mm-hmm. as like you know as the span, but yet. Um, there's like the weird coagulation of like love and sex that gets all mixed into each other. Uh-huh. Yes, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is interesting to me because I am a 37, almost 38 year old woman and I've been through some things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking to the right yeah. ladies. Yes. Yeah, you 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 can ask me whatever you want and I don't mm-hmm. want to Yeah. Use a single cuss word because Thank substitute you. elementary yeah. school, and Mama knows how to not cuss on the radio. Yeah. Well, you well, just did job. though, so not not again. Good job to not yeah. do it again. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I'm really glad that you. So, so you're saying, uh, so you want to talk about the ways I, in I, which sex and love? I feel like mm-hmm. none of us can ever revisit like our virginity again because no, it may God. or may not have been like the best experience no. mm-hmm. but then fast forward like 10 maybe 
10, 15, even 20 years. And so what does sex mean? And so this, it's this evolution of what does it mean to us yeah. and what it re, redefines what is intimacy mm-hmm. and what do we assign true intimacy is. Like mm-hmm. it could be holding someone's hand. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be sex at that point because it's just in a different zone when That's we right. have existed X amount of years and experienced positive and negative things, and it doesn't even have to be rated as positive, negative. It could be just on the scale of black and white and the infinite shades of gray in between. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like that's how sex has changed for you, that you can experience intimacy in different ways and it doesn't have to be Yes, ma'am, and thank you for listening so astutely. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. For sure. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. So that's intimacy great. can be something really special and really great and it doesn't even have to come in any shape or form that would be the status quo or this or that or whatever. I think that's some really beautiful evolution for mm-hmm. you. And and I would like to know if you think that just out of curiosity do you think that sex can be divorced from intimacy and just be about pleasure and just kind of chaotic and lovely without intimacy? Or have you come right. to a point where it has to include intimacy? I have done some research mm-hmm. and I believe my opinion is that it involves more than just willy-nilly through the woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I well, I appreciate. I, swear. I appreciate it's what like you're saying. Physiological, like it's there's like, I mean, well, and I'm and I okay. Hold on, I'll okay. on the god. Day. Oops. Anyway, on the it. radio, that mm-hmm. um, I am not someone that is involved in threesomes and all of all these exploratory types of things. I've been with women, I've been with men, but just in a monogamous type of way. Mm -hmm. And so I don't understand, but I don't judge, but I still don't understand the way that that works. But I also know that there are certain exchanges that happen when we are intimate with people that, um, you know, especially over time, can't really be just swabbed out of our horizon in one swoop. Like, that, there's something that resides. There's something. And yeah. And I don't know what it is. Well, I... There's something. I think that I, I appreciate what you're saying about um, uh, that it is it is really always an act of intimacy because when you're... it's 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 what I often say to my clients is, like, there are very, very few times in our uh, lives where we get where we're entirely vulnerable and sex is is really one of the very few times right and so it's impossible not i mean if you're not being vulnerable then you're closed off in some way and 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 i'm not talking about one night stands right those are white those are not included in this conversation why why are they not included in this do you you have those because 
because I don't believe that being inebriated oh. and engaging in these things. Ouch. <laughs> I know. I mean, maybe okay. it's like the little devil that yeah. resides or whatever. I don't know. Well, you know, some people have one night stands and they're not inebriated. I want to I want to put that into Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. I like that. I See? like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It is a possibility. Oh. But you mm-hmm. but but That's it true. means being the reason people often get inebriated before one night stands is because of the level of in, of vulnerability that it takes to be uh, to have sex with someone and so they're they're just protecting themselves from that Correct. more often than not. Correct. Totally. Mm-hmm. I, I Most get that. women I, get that. Yeah. Right. So, all right. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, we really appreciate you, you guys, coming over and calling you us. Ladies are great. Thank, thank you. So You're great too. I love that my you. Ideas. Oh, yeah. you're love wonderful. You I yeah. love that you pulled you over too. and gave us a call. We yeah. really appreciate you, honey. It's great. no problem. All right, bye bye. Take care. You too. Bye. Um, okay, and uh, so and now also we have a text. Um, it's a long. Day. It's a long text, but I'm going to read it. Okay. Um, I think it's interesting how the voice and one's intention to get stronger as we get older and how there's sometimes more room or not to ask our partners what it is that we want and how that distance between partnerships gets more pronounced if that person does not really want to please commune, show up, create a space where an individual's Mm -hmm. desires can be really free to express themselves. I am often struck by this idea that sometimes it's really just up to the individual to go sort this stuff out without needing to ask or communicate. Like in some ways, in some relationships, there's no environment where they can be uh, in mutual satisfaction. It's really up to the individual to communicate and there's so many barriers to communication. What I would love advice on is how to break some of the barriers of communication when one's partner feels like I can't please you through sex and then that person decides that they're unwilling to explore communication. I'm assuming Ew. about it. Yeah, how to break those assumptions. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So, right, that's a, so, so that I'm sounds, a, First of all, that sounds mm-hmm. really difficult and then I'll it let does. Carrie take it, but that sounds difficult and I, I want to empathize with you and say that I'm sorry because that sounds really hard. Well, I'm assuming part of what's happening is, you know, there's a lot of ego for men in our culture about uh, pleasing uh, women during (laughs) sex. It's and it's, you know, it's kind of silly. I mean, I've often said I'm the man and I'm the man and never the twain shall meet. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, My uh, favorite exchange I ever had on this topic, by the way, just a brief uh, tidbit about me um <laughs> back to me though yeah. is um is uh when i said a uh, long time ago to my current boyfriend when i uh uh hadn't hadn't orgasmed at that point uh i said i said don't worry about it i can touch myself whenever whenever i want and he goes well now you're just bragging <laughs> um so <laughs> um, okay mister <laughs> so um anyway yeah so i my, my assumption then is that there is ego involved here because um there's so many reasons why uh you men have why is that wrapped up in their self-worth sure sure that that's, that's to be true. able to just inherently and organically please women yeah, and also this notion, I mean, I think partially, too, that comes from the cultural assumption that men have to, that we that they're in charge of our bodies and that, mm-hmm. we, that we aren't in charge of them ourselves and that we aren't in charge of our own, own orgasms, which right. is something I always try to put forth with my clients is how much all of us, actually, men and women, and women yeah. we're in charge of our own orgasms and nobody else is responsible for your orgasm. And it's nice 
when you can and once you do that once you have that in place then it's much easier to open up the conversation of of being like okay so it would just be like a nice benefit (laughs) if i can be involved in that somehow you know which is and it's like so what can i do to please you or to you know pay attention to um to your partner about what about what pleases them um and so barriers to communication are us- are all about all of those cultural assumptions. I yes. mean, just to get back to the Absolutely. text, it's about all of those but assumptions. We'll, is that the advice you would offer to her specifically? Well, so I'm just kind of starting with like, you know, those are those are the assumptions in place. Mm-hmm. So now her question is, how do you how do you break them? And like, how do you like how do you deal? How do you work with someone who isn't willing to explore that communication? Right. So I. uh um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is I, you know, you can't make somebody communicate with you. No. Um, so that's a problem. Um, but I think uh, possibly to begin by talking about um, how that person is, that this is not a responsibility uh, your partner has to your body. And in fact, this is just like, you know, I would like, this is about saying, you know, keeping it about your own, sort of curiosity and emotions about how you would like to explore with uh, him, I assume, him or her, um, you know, how he or she can be a part of your pleasure. It's Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't, it's not about, you know, pleasing you through sex. It's just like, it's just such a, um, it's too definitive, you know? Um, It doesn't need to be that definitive. This is more about a partnership and it's more about, really it's it's about a, a generosity that one you know, is is choosing to be a part of with the other person. It's about it's about engaging together. It's about being in communication with your bodies, you know. Um, yes. So um, and that's what intimacy is in inside of sexual intimacy. So uh, that's what I would say to that. Anything to add? No, I think it just sums it up beautifully. <laughs> OK, thanks. Um, so we are going to take another break. Thank you so much for your text, uh, texter. And thanks again to Jennifer for calling us. That was lovely. You were lovely. And um, you can text us. Uh, we're talking tonight about sex, all things sex. And, um, and uh, we, you are, if you just want to text us your three words of advice for sex, so advice about sex in three words, you can do that. Or you can text us about just anything about sex in, in relation, particularly related to, uh, you know, any advice or, or, or deeper thoughts. Um, and also we're talking about, you know, how sex changes for people over time in their lives. So you can text us, 971-220-5979, and we will be right back with Casual Sex.
We're back with Casual Sex, and we are talking tonight about sex. Um, so Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> what? That old thing. <laughs> that old thing. We're, that uh, old topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never gets old. Never Mm-mm. gets old. Um, no, I like to say, as a therapist, I like to say as a therapist, one of my main interests is is sex, you know, as opposed to most people. Um, <laughs> I just so. laughed like a, that sounded like a <laughs> fake laugh, but it was a real one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can text us tonight about uh, sex topics or uh, advice or comments or, or thoughts or uh, intimate thoughts or deep, deep thoughts uh, or about anything related to sex. And in particular, we're talking uh, about well, we started talking about communication around sex is a big one, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how sex changes for us over time, over the course of life, and uh, and then also we have a text challenge to send us your best sex advice in three words or less. Mm-hmm. Um, your the text line is nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. So um. So, yeah, so we were talking about, I mean, uh, communication is good. Uh, uh, what, what about, uh, let's see, how about talking about sex and shame? We talked a little bit about that earlier. Yeah, we did. It's just such a big, I just find that it's like one of it's the biggest huge, issues. In it's, it's a huge issue. Yeah. I mean, and I think, can I just say something about that really Please. fast? I said this earlier. I've said it multiple times on this show. This is the thing. Wherever you wind up as an adult with your sexuality, whatever works for you, whatever turns you on, whatever is extremely sexy to you um, while you're with a partner or many partners or whatever, that's where you are. Like, honor yourself. Mm -hmm. And essentially, if you feel like you need to have guilt about this because maybe you were raised in a religious household or maybe because it comes from abuse or maybe it comes from, you know, somewhere you don't even know where it comes from because it's so different than who you are in your everyday life, who cares, man? Like, just go with it. Whatever you are comfortable with, whatever feels good to you, please honor that. And honor yourself. It's sex. It's completely completely different than the rest of your life honestly and there's something really comforting about that i think Mm -hmm. that you get to have this thing that is visceral Mm -hmm. you know and it's so much about like your deepest sort of like desires that doesn't have to do with the rest of your life Mm -hmm. and don't let people who have hurt you or judged you um or told you that god only wants it this way or that way Mm -hmm. don't let them win Mm -hmm. don't give them everything you have don't give them all your power like, if you are feeling that this is what you want, please go for it. Please explore it. Amen. I feel like you just kind of gave a bit of a really awesome uh, uh, sermon <laughs> about sex. <laughs> go tell it on the mountain, Harper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. Yeah, well. Uh, uh, I go where I'm needed. Yes. Well, clearly. So. Clearly. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I have some things to respond to about that. Our last texter, though, continued, thank you so much, uh, and, sh- and said, you're right, it's ego. Love it, mm. thanks. Um, and added benefit to show up in an orgasm. That's my goal now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Nice. Good, I'm glad. Thank you. Um, so what I was going to add about, about shame is that uh, it is 
it is astounding how much uh, that sort of, you know, religious thing runs through our culture. Because I didn't grow up religious either. And I also. Well, uh, I did. I just denied it all. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I uh, and it's more like it's just the shame that our culture puts on us about about sex, which is so crazy because everyone has it or most people have it. Uh, everyone mm. wants it, certainly. And um, and uh, that it's that that like you said that it's this it's this very personal um very intimate experience very vulnerable experience Mm -hmm. that you get to decide how it goes right and particularly as women i'm just a little brief shout out for women here around sex because of course things get things you know things do get complicated around being women related to sex because of the ways in which we are told that we have to be and have to limit ourselves and all the messages that we get about about shame around sexual desire. I mean, I often talk about too how in the first part of our lives, so for instance, like during our sexual awakenings, like as adolescents, there is nothing in our culture that is supportive or Mm-mm. even speaks to female sex to sexual desire. Mm-mm. Everything is about male desire. And mm-hmm. so so often women wind up building their entire sexual selves around what men want from them. That's right. And, and everyone's terrified to talk about it. Yeah. Because it feels like icky. Like Yeah. Exactly. And there's all this shame around their own sexual desire. And if it's unrelated to men, like God forbid it's unrelated to men, you oh, know. Yeah. And uh, you know, that they can't that they're not containing Your alternative us. lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I hate the alternative lifestyle thing so much that's Whether just like, what is that an even alternative mean? like no alternative it's just your life yeah it's actually just your life that's just silliness it's alternative to the to the pentecostals yeah <laughs> probably <right>. yeah <laughs> alternative to mike pence definitely quite quite Lars definitely Larson, for sure <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, again, the text line is 971-220-5979. That just made me think of something I wanted to say. Oh, oh, I remembered what I wanted to say. Here's something else that comes up a lot uh, in my, in, with my clients is that I feel, like, I feel like there's not enough of an understanding that masturbation is different from having sex. Right. Like, I feel like there's so many. I have so many people, uh, uh, men rather, who come to my office and say, well, my girlfriend or my partner or my wife got upset because I was masturbating because that right. meant somehow that like then cheating. they weren't going to have. Yeah, that they were somehow you like cheated that. on me with yourself. Yeah, it's just <laughs> craziness. It's like it's like dude, dude, he was basically just brushing his teeth. OK, right. like he's just taking it's care just of his body right now. Exactly. And, you know, and that has nothing to do with his connection Mm-mm. with you. And also the the that, you know, it is it's it's all about the orgasm. It's right. really, really easy to and it's it's really easy to know how to get yourself off right and it's a whole different thing to be engaged in the act of sex which is like which is you know it's 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 a it's involving so much more than just the act of aiming for the orgasm i mean let's hope it is it better be it needs to be and if you're with someone who's doing that that might be part of the problem yes that's right yeah they're really different things and they really serve different purposes in our lives and it just and and they're both in my mind anyway really necessary and really wonderful and really important to a healthy full life so um you know and they but they're really very different things so that's my sermon oh yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> about Again. masturbation. So tell it on the mountain, lady. Yeah, thank you. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important. Yeah. And same with fantasies. Yes, and fantasies. Fantasies. Fantasizing are... about sex does not mean that you are some kind of monster. That's right. If it is like outside of what is acceptable to right. you, and it's not, it can't. <laughs> in you real cannot life. bring politics into your fantasies. No, God, please don't. That can't happen either. And that's I mean, unless problem. it's like a sexual fantasy around something political, I guess. But oh, like like maybe around like um, like Biden or something, <laughs> <laughs> or Obama. Oh yeah, well let's oh let's be more God. honest. No. Obama and Michelle. Yeah, and Michelle. I mean, I mean that's who I met. Yeah, that's those, those kinds Michelle. of political fantasies are are a whole different thing. It's not at all yeah. what I meant, but yes, let's, yeah. let's and take like a moment with that. How many women <laughs> had the uh, JFK thing? Come on, yes, I mean, like, exactly. So, you know, back in the day, I like to just watch Obama walk. Uh, that alone was enough for me. He's so sexy. God, I miss him. I'm I miss him and his wife. And you're right, his me wife too. is even sexier than exactly. he is. Exactly. She should have been the president. Good God. He should have been the first lady. And I'll tell you this. Remember that time that he was on the radio? I, I think we're almost out of time, but I have to say this is so amazing about Michelle. Uh-huh. Um, they were on like Good Morning America, I think, or to Today Show or something, and um they were talking about getting the dog. Yeah. And he was like, Well, I think it's just really important to like teach, you know, the girls the responsibility and da da da. <laughs> right. And then he's like, I mean, they're gonna be walking them and feeding Walking the dog and feeding uh, the dog, and then off to the side, Michelle's not even on camera. She goes, "Uh huh, yeah, right." <laughs> and he, so he looks over at her and she goes, "Come on," <laughs> she goes, "Come on, Barack." She's like, "You know they're not gonna do that. You're gonna do that, just like every other parent in the world. I like, don't it. pretend like it's some kind of lesson and responsibility. You're gonna get them a dog. They're not gonna do it, and you're gonna do it." God, and I he's miss like, them. "Well, that's probably true too. She's probably right. You know, <laughs> sex the best." Oh, I miss them. Anyway, we got on them because we were talking on s- about because we were talking about sexual so fantasies speak. and presidential sexual fantasies. Yeah, apparently, that's what she said. We got yeah. on them. Uh huh. Butting dong. Um. So. Um. All right. Yeah. We are just about out of time. Uh, DJ Ed's up though. But yeah, DJ Ed is here. DJ He's Ed got to- me a cat sitter. Yeah, that's right. There's some there's some some uh co- connection happening out yeah. of the studios. Yeah. Yeah. And um yeah he's about it's spilling to- over into our adult lives of cat sitting and vacations yes it's wonderful yeah but dj ed is a, an incredible dj so listen up yeah he's about to rock your world mm-hmm. um so uh i don't even know what we're gonna talk about next i think i'm gonna keep talking about sex next week actually I think that, you know after tonight's show we feel like um this is just what we need to be talking about sex 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 at least for now for now people like it and it you know when you talk about sex you wind up talking about relationships too and other things I would like to continue with this talk of sexy sex, 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 and unsexy sex, and all the the things involved in sex. Because in fact, that's what we started out to do in the first place. Yeah, and I think going back to our roots. Yeah, we're going back to our roots, and I think with conversation, things do come out of that. So I want you all to feel very comfortable to understand. You can shed the shackles of the theme for a a couple weeks at least while we we figure out where we're going with this. But I think I like to just talk about sex. I do too. In general. And I agree that all those other things become offshoots of talking about sex. Indeed. Yeah, I like it. That's what we're going to do. Takeaways. Okay. uh, uh, Takeaways are, I think, uh, you know, as usual, communication, being able to talk about sex is as important, really, as the sex itself. If the sex isn't working, say so right away. Right away. That was a really important point. 
uh, talk, say right away about what Don't you want someone to do. Don't wait until you get more comfortable because the longer it takes, the more you will just decide to acquiesce to that. And, and not just will, that, but if you brought it up like a year later, uh, the like, other person would be like, me? really, this whole time? So like, I've been doing I've been doing the stabby, <laughs> darty tongue the whole time and you... I thought you liked that. Yeah, no, not so much. <laughs> no, neither does any woman. No. Okay, <laughs> so... Um, uh, so yeah, those are the main, and, um, and also, uh, the, the ways in which, uh, sex changes over time and, um, becomes more and more, uh, bring, in, involves intimacy more over time in for all the different people. ways yes. or, or can be expand beyond sex for a lot of people. Right. So anyway, I don't know if that made any sense. It did. Sense. But you, we can join us next time. Email us questions at 